1: Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, uh, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Let me start with, uh, let me start with, boy, you both just left, you know, positions, which I hate, which breaks my heart. But let's start with Ken Rodriguez. And uh, we'll get to Chuck Dowdle here, and we'll we'll kind of go around. But Ken is retiring from Fox 5, which, again, it, it hurts my heart. I hate it because I loved working with Ken. So, Ken, yeah. talk me through, first of all, when you make <laughs> that kind of a decision and, and why it happens now.
2: Um, Boy, it's just a, something, that, a gut feeling. Obviously, when you're in your late 50s, you probably think about it more um, than you did when you were in your 30s. In your 30s, you're so busy trying to make it in the business, then you come along. Oh, my God, I'm in the fourth quarter of my career. And, you know, you got to get financial stuff in order. You got to get some things rolling early, make sure, you know, you, you, you can afford to retire. And uh, um, I, well, my wife and I took a vacation uh, in last month uh, in April, and uh, we sat there on the beach, didn't talk about a thing. And then on the very last day, we said, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to retire and it, it kind of a lot of things came together um my daughter had twins last august and they're actually going to be spending the entire summer with us and I, I said you know what this is perfect let's let's do this now you know it uh things aren't quite the same as they were in the business just yet they're opening up and i'm very excited for everybody in that regard but you know that let's it's time for some new blood to come in there and make their
1: way in the market and in the business well and that's a perfect transition because Chuck Dowdle who Chuck you know I love you and I mean this from a place of, of, of love I did grow up watching you um, <laughs> <laughs> so t- tell me about the leaving jobs how like that you? you guys both have these prime wonderful jobs Chuck at Channel 2 for a long time as a staple there then with Georgia and you just left you know doing the Georgia football stuff like how difficult is, is that for you or do you just know when it's time
3: well, having been through the uh, the 25 years at WSB TV and then leaving that uh in uh, 2010 in January of 2010, it you know, you kind of I totally agree with Kenny what he just said that you know, you just know uh, and and that made it real easy on the football decision uh because I, I kind of knew when I was walking off that field at Missouri that uh, although I thought we'd have another home game against Vanderbilt, which we didn't have, but I I, I thought that that then as I was leaving that field, I thought I I'm, I won't do any more away games, and I've, I've got one home game left, and this is going to be it for football uh, with Georgia. And I you know I loved those people and um and, and loved all that they, that they did for me, and it was a lot of fun. But it was just time. I just knew it was time. And the same when I left Channel 2. It was just a decision that, um, I, like Kenny, I had thought about it. Uh, and he's actually stepping out a little earlier than I did. But uh, I, I left when I was 60. And I just felt like, you know, it, it's time to go. It's just not the same anymore. It's not as much fun as it had been. And, and I need to I need to step aside. And so, you know, having been through that once with Channel 2, it made it easier with the Georgia football.
1: All right. So let me ask you guys, too, because in radio, I feel like we're given more freedom with a larger amount of time to share personal stuff with the audience. They get to know us. They know our background. I feel like there are so many of our listeners right now who have watched both of you guys either growing up or through their adult life. And like they know some of the story. So, Ken, let me start with you, because part of the story that I love is you guys are both local guys. So, Ken, give the background of the Ken Rodriguez story growing up and, and how you got into the business.
2: Oh my goodness! Well, I I, I'm, I was kind of an oddball in that I knew I would be doing something in media from a very very early age. You know, I grew up with Carson and and watching people that talked for a living and were entertaining and and fun to watch. I was obviously a fanatic when it comes to sports. I love sports. I wanted to be a writer. In fact, those were my first uh, forays into sports. uh, Journalism was um, writing for the the college paper. Um, But it's something I always wanted to do, kind of just my passion for sports. I played it. I wanted to talk about it. and and it kind of evolved from there. I actually went to Furman uh, University to play football. And I I, I would have had to major. They didn't have a journalism uh, major. And I, I would have had to major in English to pursue my dream. And, and, and that was one of my first, other than buying my first car or asking my wife to marry me, that was like my first big decision. I said, you know what? I want to do broadcasting. At that time, it was probably radio. I was thinking about radio. So I I came home, I went to Georgia State University and majored in journalism and I was interning at the old CNN Sports, I don't know if you guys remember that, over there on Techwood. And that's where I kind of cut my teeth. I actually interned also at Ring Radio, the old Ring Radio, which is 680 The Fan now. Right. And worked with the likes of the the Ludlow Ports and Neil Bortz and all those guys, all those giants in the industry. I mean, it, it, it it just... It just... Snowball, The snowball. I so said, what can I do to take it to the next step, next step? It was just a passion for me. And uh, I, one day I walked into the office of the uh, president of CNN Sports, uh, Bill McPhail, and I said, listen, I want to I work for you. I'm going to be your next star. You know, I'm, I'm 20 years old, brash like anybody in college, thinking they're going to be the next big thing. And he said he was very kind. He says, well, let me tell you a story. I know a guy who loaded up his car with tapes, and then that time it was uh, three-quarter inch tapes, and just traveled around the country dropping off tapes. And I was so insulted and heartbroken, I said, mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You're not going to give me a chance here? And uh, after a couple of months of sending out letters, I uh, you know, said, you know what, I'm loading up my 82 Toyota Corolla, <laughs> I loaded it up with a trunk full of tapes and I dropped in on everyone from Shreveport, Louisiana, Jackson, Mississippi, to Savannah, to Macon, uh, Greenville, Charleston. I mean, dropping off tapes, staying in chintzy hotels, and, and, uh, finally, some fool in Macon hired me. And from then, it was just a matter of, you know, climbing the ladder, and it's it's not it, you know for people that have been growing up watching me, it's not it hadn't been this way <laughs> for my entire career. It was uh, ten years before that um, trying to make it, and you're just cons- consumed with it. I just I love sports, I love presenting it, uh, and I most of all I love the connection with the audience. Which uh, for people really breaking into the business right now, they should never lose sight of the fact that you're talking to people. Um, but, you know, here I am, and it's kind of mixed emotions. I mean, I still love what I do. I just, uh, I just think there's another world out there uh, that involves two very little people right now that uh, uh, that I'm ready to um, attack right now.
1: Such a great time of year. You're getting out and about. You're enjoying the spring and the summer. Weather's coming. You also got baseball that you're watching. You've got uh, postseason basketball in the way. It's a perfect time to introduce you to our new friends in downtown Woodstock, the Daily Draft. I've been to the Daily Draft countless times. I love it. We've been there for all kinds of big events. It's the ultimate sports bar experience from their wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, which are really cool, craft beer, chef-inspired menu items, and I mean enough to fill the whole family or you and your buddies. Great choices, lots of options. Folks, I want you to enjoy catching the big plays during your lunch hour with their wall-to-wall flat screens. You can indulge in their $11 lunch specials between 11.30 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you're an MVP card holder, you'll receive an exclusive deal. For my listeners, mention Welcome to Atlanta." You'll receive a $5 credit towards your MVP card. The Daily Draft is not your father's sports bar. They have so many great opportunities for you, like on Monday. They offer you the Monday's burger and a brew deal. You can indulge in the feature burger of the day and a domestic beer for only 12 bucks all day long. It's the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. You'll love it from the moment you walk through the door. Go check them out today. Downtown Woodstock, the Daily Draft.
0: Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
1: Chuck, what about you? What's the story of how you, first of all, got into the business and, and growing up sports the background?
3: Wow. Uh, I'm listening to Kenny. I, you know, as long as I've known Kenny and love him to death and spent a lot of time uh, working against him but with him uh, on the road <laughs> with the Braves and everywhere else with Falcons and Hawks and stuff, uh, his story so much like mine. Uh, went to high school. I went to Briarcliff High School, graduated, but, uh, you know, had played sports, knew I wanted to work in sports, um, started at the University of Georgia where I was uh, a walk-on playing freshman basketball and terrible at that, but later ended up transferring to Georgia State, got my degree uh, in journalism at, at Georgia State University, but never took a broadcasting course. What I did, I wanted to be a writer and thought that that's what I was going to end up doing. But later on, I, they started a campus radio station, and I got involved. And my general manager at the campus radio station was Richard Belcher, uh, and, uh, <laughs> if, you can, if you can believe that. and uh, And so... When when I and then I was working for the Braves part time, um, and you know so, you know just to have a little money, a little spending money, um, drove had a lot of great times there. Uh, I got to when Hank Aaron hit his 500th home run on a Sunday after dreary Sunday afternoon against Mike McCormick of the Giants. I got to drive the trophy out to him because they stopped the game to give him the trophy for 500, which at that time yeah, I think he was only like the sixth guy in the history of baseball to reach that milestone. And, um, but I, I got to do a lot of great things in and around sports. And when I got out, I started looking for a job and landed one in, of all places, Johnson City, Tennessee, doing weather and sports because I had taken some meteorology courses in school. And um, and then I was only there nine months. And lo and behold, uh, the news director of the television, the ABC affiliate, Miami, which was a big market, uh, happened to be on vacation in Gatlinburg, saw me on TV Wrote me a letter and said, don't know if you've ever been to Miami, but we'd be interested in hiring you. And I went there and spent 13 years, hosted Don Shula's TV show for 13 years and um, did sports for the ABC affiliate there and got to know a lot of great uh, uh, great Miami Dolphins and University of Miami Hurricane players and uh, covered horse racing and stuff. And then in 85, uh, got a call that WSB wanted to hire me. And lo and behold, I come back and spent 25 years there. And you know it was it was a great move coming back to Atlanta. And I'm a, I'm not going to kid you. I was just about when I retired in 2010. I, I was I was starting to think, oh, I've made a big mistake. And lo and behold, a great man that I had never met stepped into my life named David Dickey, and offered me the opportunity to do some work with Braves pre and post game shows, and save my life. And that is an absolute honest to god's truth because i was about to go nuts and i'd only been retired for two months and wow. uh and i will i will never be able to repay him enough for that
1: let me ask you guys Max, before go ahead and
2: then, and then let me interrupt real quick quick story about chuck uh, he, he's an icon and a legend in this market uh but before he got here he was that in miami oh yeah when yeah. i one of my stops one of my stops during the buildup to coming home to work in Atlanta uh, was uh, was Miami, and, and when I introduced myself to people out in the field or uh, uh, other stations, I'd say I'm from well, I'm from Atlanta. I'd say, oh my God, do you know Chuck Daniel? <laughs> so I mean, every every single time, I said no, but yeah, you... <laughs>
3: so he's a legend
2: well, in two
3: towns like that. So, Kenny, I appreciate that, but I tell you what. It's amazing how popular you get when you sit next to Don Shula live on TV on Monday nights during the football
1: season. (laughs) Let me ask you guys, and and I want to talk to you about competition in a moment and just how our city's changed, but from a work-life balance, how difficult, because they're great jobs and they're hard to come by in markets like ours, but they are not 9 to 5. And as Ken said, his reasoning, and Chuck, you too, is – to get a better you know, balance of life and kids and all that. How difficult is that, working those hours, largely nights and a lot of weekends and traveling to balance all that? And, Chuck, I'll start with you. How did you do it?
3: Well, I, I didn't do it as well as Kenny. I mean, Kenny's been – I mean, and, and believe me, one of the things that, that I hate most about my life is, is – uh, that I was not good at the balance uh, of, of the two. And and people like Ken Rodriguez who could, uh, you know, I used to hear him tell the stories about, you know, about his, uh, he had a daughter that was a great softball player and he was involved in her softball and all that. And, and, and I miss so much of that. And, I, you know, I've been divorced three times. I mean, that's not something that you, uh, you know, are real happy to, to talk about. Uh, but I do have a daughter that I love greatly. She's getting married uh, in October. I uh, can't wait to walk her down the aisle. She's 32 years old and doing great. And I was able to. You know, to spend a lot of time with her uh, after I retired, and I've been real thankful for that. But it, it's a, it was a hard business for me uh, to, to really uh, balance both ends of it. And I always envied uh, people like Kenny that could do that. And, uh, and that, that's a real badge of honor. And, and, uh, and, and, Ken, you know, you did it on your terms on, on both cases. It just a, You were a great competitor. Uh, but always, you know, with a with a solid word and, and and great to be around and fun to talk to, and we had a lot of fun on the road and stuff. But uh, you know, at the same at the same time, you know, you were able to uh, to turn it off and go home and you know, uh, you know, be a great husband and father. And, and you know, my congratulations to you for that as much as anything.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that, and that, that is. Uh, to get back to your question, uh, Matt, it, it, it is a tough business on families. I can't remember how many times I said, honey, I'll make it up to you. My, my, my anniversary wedding anniversary is, is in September for heaven's sake. And, um, uh, how many times I've missed Friday night things. Uh, my wife being the only person at a gathering from my family and, uh, um, that's that's a big reason. Probably ninety percent of why I've decided I owe her my time, as well as I tried to balance uh, things in my life. It's it's uh, you know people at home they, they say oh wow he's on camera and he's having a great time going to all these games. It comes at a price. I missed a lot of things. I missed a lot of things, but I tried to make it up. And 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 the most important reason I could try to balance things was my wife you uh is here making sure my feet are planted on the ground you know uh the, the broadcast media has a way of inflating you into thinking you're something you're not and she's here to remind me is that you know you're my husband and uh and uh father to our children and you're not all that <laughs> <laughs>
1: she must know my wife um <laughs> Follow The Podcast Park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, It was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that... I finally realized why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize as the consumer we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates. Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal, you can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You wanna visit them online, I got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads groupcom slash off It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads groupcom slash off You can also see the link up at real Atlanta on twitter, they're my insurance company, they're going to do this at no cost to you and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Roads Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Roads Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you go to roads-group.com/turnoff.
0: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: So then let's talk about the competition because, like, I I think the audience sometimes pictures the old scenes out of Anchorman where there's the news (laughs) team walking down one way and here comes the other news team you guys were largely at the same places at a lot of times covering big events. So there wasn't a rivalry, but I'm sure you looked at ratings. I'm sure you wanted to win. So Ken, I'll start with you. What was it like for you in the rivalry sense with Chuck or anybody else in town, when you're looking at numbers and trying to quote, win. I've never looked at it that way here.
2: Um, <clears throat> cause we're all trying to get stuff on the air and especially if there's a deadline, you're just trying to get stuff on the air half the time. So, uh, uh, I've been in markets where you know people would sneak up behind your photographer and cut the, the the video cord to the recorder, you know, during a during an interview in a locker room. I mean, I've been in nasty places, but it's really never been that here. There, there might have been one or two people that were like that. Uh, Chuck was not like I, I. Chuck and I would sit in the dug. Bill Hartman was another uh, uh, guy that I would uh, end up being friends with. um that Fred. <laughs> Hope he's not oh, listening. He's, uh, oh, and Fred, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, so there are a lot of really nice people here. Uh, you know, I, I know we uh, we get a knock on not being as tough as New York and all that. I think we get our job done without being. Um, uh, ben Stiller in Anchorman, you know, uh, it's 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 just that kind of place. Uh, I, I don't know if I can speak for Chuck, but I was so busy trying to get the story done, do it right. Then, I, you know, I, I knew that Chuck was trying to do the same thing, so it, there was never that on my end. I never felt um, like I just I just had to get my story done and then run him over in the parking lot afterward. Uh, I just that's just not me. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Kenny Kenny I totally agree with you buddy and and in fact uh uh you know we, the only time that I can remember that that we would um, you know obviously high school football you know has been a franchise that Channel 5 has just dominated for you know decades and uh and that was always something that that, that we just never could get you know try as we might uh and we tried we we really you know made good runs at it but I mean that was a just a tough thing to, uh, you know, you guys just had such a franchise with that, and uh, but but you know again, we still tried to compete with it. We we sure. still tried to get out and you know do our do our best to do our job and and, um, and and be a good competitor. And and I think that's what made all the stations you know a little bit better was the competition. And but we all did sure. get along and would, you know, Fred Khalil. At Channel 11, and then now over at 46. You know, he he was great to work against too. And Freddie, you know, was a a, a good friend and a good, uh, you know, a good competitor. I mean, he was he was after the story as much as we were, and always mm-hmm. trying to you know do the same. But but when it was not the competition, we still sat around all of us and and talked and had fun comparing our our family notes or our uh, Mm
2: -hmm. personal life notes. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Gil, Gil Tyree, another sweetheart. And uh, my memories of a great, great guy. I mean, there was just, there was just none of that nastiness that you see in other markets. It was just, um, you know, when it was time to get something done, you just went and got them done. And, you know, are you, are you, you know, in in locker room situations, you're, you're trying to get your microphone in to get the interview. Yeah. You might be, you know ruffling somebody's feather but you know that it, it turns around and happens to you. sometimes it all evens out and it's just just everybody just trying to get it done well let me
1: ask both you guys about this and i'll start with chuck on this one because chuck kenny just said we get this uh you know atlanta thing that you're not new york and it's not you know battling for stories and back pages on newspapers Wait, tell me how you think atlanta's changed from a media landscape from when you got here in 1985 to where we are now growth of the media, the city itself. Like, how do you think we're viewed now by other cities nationally?
3: Well, I, I think, you know, Atlanta's always had that tag of losersville. And I think, uh, we've shed a little bit of that. Uh, mm-hmm. but I will, I will say this, you know, um, I, I as, a, as a guy that was born in Crawford long hospital in 1949, uh, and I know that's y'all are both fainting, but, uh, <laughs> As, as a guy that was born, you know, I I remember when Atlanta, when all we wanted to be was Birmingham, we thought if we could ever be as big as Birmingham, because Birmingham was the kingpin of the South. And, and, uh, and then when we hit a million people, uh, that was a big thing. And then when suddenly, when there was a stadium being built for $18 million, and it was built in 51 weeks in downtown Atlanta, and we were going to get the Milwaukee Braves to come to Atlanta, and suddenly, Atlanta became big. We became what we wanted to be, uh, well beyond our dreams. We were suddenly, when you, when people across the country opened up the sports section of their newspaper and looked at the Major League Baseball standings, there, right along the New Yorks and Philadelphias and Chicago's, there was the word Atlanta. And suddenly we were big league, and, exactly. and don't ever sell that short. Into what that did to Atlanta, and then when I came along in sports in '85, started with with Channel Two, you know it was it was a, a kind of a three market, uh, I'm sorry, a three network kind of market. Later became mm-hmm. four network market, uh, and, and now you know now you've got so much social media and so many more. Um, so many more people competing for stories for different uh, different media outlets and for, for Internet outlets. It, it, the competition is more intense, but I still think it's a great city to work uh, now with sports across the board. Um, and now, you know what else? Another thing that happened was we now have, and Matt, tip of the hat to you, what you do and your colleagues uh, and also uh, the competitor in town for that, we've got sports talk radio. We have got a place where sports fans can go meet every single day and talk about the local teams and it makes a huge difference.
1: Ken, what about you? What have you seen as far as the time from either growing up or gotten here, or you got back here in the business, what have you seen change wise from the city?
2: Well, let me let me back up a little bit uh, the the recent passing of Bill Bartholomew, that's one of the things that people who are much younger than us don't, don't remember he was the guy that brought it, brought it, brought the team down here and like Chuck said you open the paper there's our name the other thing is um uh Ted Turner uh putting that team nationwide on the on the superstation was also a source of pride when you know little by little over the years you start seeing Braves jerseys in 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 Chicago or or, or New York and and that was a source of pride uh in in itself but i i i think all that everything chuck said and and our the beginning of hosting big things like the olympics and the sec championship i think that's really just all the work there uh pete stokan's doing it it, it, it's just really taking us to the next level we are the place where people want to come to host things, unless you are Major League Baseball, um, but um, uh, it, it's really grown. It, it's uh,
3: it's we just need a championship in football. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Um, yeah. So let me ask uh, you guys Stokin, about the business. Listen, wait, listen something's got to be said too because Kenny's right. Gary Stoken had a lot to do with uh, with you know where we are as far as uh, internationally and how people view us. Uh, you know because of seeking so many big events to bring to Atlanta.
1: No, it's it's 100% true from SEC and media. Chick-fil-A and, and, <laughs> and, and you know, yeah, Super Bowls, all of it. Uh, let me ask you guys about the business itself, because Chuck Dowdle mm-hmm. just brought up the change from the amount of, of just networks doing sports 24 hours a day to now mm-hmm. social media. It's like – and, Ken, I want to start with you on this. There was a point where local mm-hmm. sports – for any of us was there's my three or four or five minutes to get my local highlights scores from around the league and all that stuff. Well, now <laughs> I can get it on my phone. So how did that, right. how did you see it change through the years, your job and responsibilities?
2: Oh, completely. I mean, Chuck will remember this uh, back in the day, our sports offices were filled with media guys, dust collecting media guys from every <laughs> sport, from every league, from everywhere around the country, college, uh, pro, uh, high school, everything. Now it's all on your computer. Um, so that part of it has changed. Social media has changed everything. The, the Internet has changed everything. Uh, uh, back in the 80s, we still did scoreboards. Uh, you know, Chicago won, uh, New York nothing. You had to rip through them. And now, thank goodness, I never liked those what we call full-screen chyrons uh, of scoreboards. You know, that just ate up time with scores... Nobody locally cared about So that's almost a really, I'm glad we don't really do that anymore. Um, So I I think it's made us locally more local intensive or more focused locally um, with the knowledge that people can, if they want to know what the uh, San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers are doing, they can look it up themselves. Uh, This is about Atlanta.
3: You, you know, something you brought up there and I would thought about, the Internet has made such a huge difference that uh, Matt, even with, like, you know, I, I'm spending a lot of time up here in Maine right now where I'm sitting right this minute talking to you. And and uh, mm-hmm. I get in the car at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and, hey, Chuck and Chernoff's on. I can turn on and I, I, you know, get it through the Internet on my phone, on my app and play it through my car radio as I'm out riding around. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a it, you know it's a it's it's a game changer but let, let, let,
2: let me let me enter, enter uh, up uh, the something that's uh, i wanted to say about that is that because people know what the news is before you go on the air you, the, you have to make them watch for your take on it i've always been opinionated but more so now you got to give people more than what they just Saw pop up on their on their phone five to two Braves win. Well, what did I think about that? Uh, okay. You know, what movie. you just
1: said there, Ken, I think is so true because there was a point where it changed where the audience had as much info as we did, yeah. if not more, in real Sometimes
3: time. It better take, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you know what? I think let me ask you both of you this question. And man, I'm not trying to steal your hosting duties here. No, go ahead, please. The truth is, when you're on the street. <laughs> Kenny, your point is exactly spot on. When you're on the street and people walk up to you, they don't say, hey, how'd the Braves do? You know what they ask you? Hey, what do you think about the Braves? What do you think about Braves pitching? What do you think right. about uh, Freddie Freeman's slump? What do you think? That's what they ask you. They ask you, what do they, they think draft start every it, question? <laughs> <laughs> they start every question with, what do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and then, well, and and Ken, Ken I'll say this, and then I want to come back to Ken on this, that like, there's a point where, I don't know how you guys were. You just were on vacation, Ken. My wife's always on me. When we're on vacation, I feel like I'm falling behind. I'm, I'm not keeping up with the, yes. you know, what's going yes. on. You have this, like, panicky mode of, when I get back, what yes. will I have missed? And it's because everything's moving so fast.
2: Yes, absolutely. And you, and I'm not, I'm not judging here, but that's one of the reasons I, I, I'm, I'm always on the clock. And because the, the, the speed of information is just so, so overwhelming, you I have a phone in my hand on vacation checking on things back home. And and you have to. You have to. I get home and, if, you know, to find out the Braves are on a four-game losing streak. You, you know, you got to talk about it and give your opinion. Uh, um, you have to stay on top of stuff all the time because everybody's got an opinion. Uh, what's yours?
1: Follow The Podcast Park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, It was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize as the consumer we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates? Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal, you can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You wanna visit them online, I got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads groupcom slash off It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-Group.com slash off You can also see the link up at Real Lana on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Rhodes Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads groupcom slash churn off.
0: Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: So let me ask you guys both, through the years, I'm sure, because you're high profile and on big local stations, and Chuck, I'll start with you. Did you ever have an instance where one of the team's one of the players, one of a front office management ever watched and said, hey, I didn't think you were fair about that or I didn't like your, your slant on a story? Did that ever happen through the years where you had any of those uncomfortable sort of meetings?
3: Oh, absolutely. With Stan Kasten, Uh absolutely. Huh. Uh, that was, in, <laughs> fact, uh, uh, in fact, I, I could, uh, you know, there were multiple. So, I, I mean, I hate to even start down that road. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I one time when I... I was sick at home and, and uh something was said on our air that I didn't even say. And I get a call from Stan Caston at about eight o'clock at night just reaming me and uh as only Stan could, you know, but in a lovable way. You know, you had to love him. Um but yeah, that those kind of conversations uh happen quite frequently and and um uh, you know, when you when I'd you know, when I'd have a go at Stan on the air, uh I would hear about it. But he was the one that sticks out most in my mind. Um, I think we all remember the situations with John Rocker, and we went through some tough times there. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, but but players, I think, and I think Kenny would vouch for this, players never really minded you criticizing them if they saw you. What they hated was if you were criticizing them, but you didn't come around. You right. know, but if you if you criticized them and you were a guy that showed up every day or most every day for their games and they knew they didn't they didn't they didn't have any problem with that then because, you know, they knew as much as as you did that. Hey, look, I had exactly been doing, you know, my best lately. So so players weren't nearly as critical of you as long as they saw you. It's when it's people that were taking shots at them that never showed up that that really – that that's one that bothers.
2: That's absolutely true. The, the key is you always want to be fair. You didn't want to take stupid pot shots like you, you see a lot. There's so much media that people are trying to stand out that they feel like they have to have a hot take on something and just be unfair. You always want to be fair. i would never really had um, – I had one situation that was kind of funny. Uh, John Smokes was going through um, uh, arm rehab or something, and he wasn't working out on the main spring training field. He was back on a field somewhere. I, gosh, I'm trying to make this a short story. Um, and I mentioned that I said on the air, uh, apparently there's more to the – to what we see uh, that John is still um, apparently not, not ready to play. And he had somebody from his agency call me and said, what do you mean? And Well, I said, oh, well, you tell me what the truth is. No, Nobody said anything. Nobody cleared it up. Sure enough, it was reported like the next day, John's still experiencing elbow trouble or whatever. I said, well, isn't that what I said? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, okay. So Here's where I you know want to finish to up. Really, then. I mean, this is a perfect place. Is,
1: Because the athlete, I think, back in the day was, well, they would get, you know, their feathers ruffled at times. I think they could deal with the criticism more, maybe because there was just less media outlets. I think it's now transferred guys into the media itself. Like, there are a lot of media members who don't want to be criticized either. And I think it has to do with the fact that social media makes it so accessible for them to get to us the way they can get to the athlete. Um, so yeah, I want to find fair. out with you guys, like how much did you guys through the years as your careers changed and the, and the technology change, Ken, I'll start with you. How much did you pay attention to fan feedback?
2: Um, not much, not much at all, because it's, it's, if it's like a really outrageous thing, they say, you should, oh God, this person shouldn't be driving. Um, it, it I, I never, you know, the, the good stuff sure is nice, <laughs> but, uh, um, when it's negative, you you take if there's something there for you to say, hmm, maybe he was right or she was right, you, you take it and run with it. And I, I usually respond uh, if somebody gives me a nasty email or this. I, my my personality is I have to get back in your face in in a nice way and say, well, why do you feel this way, and what about what I said didn't you like? Uh, I usually don't let it go. That's that's a problem I have. Um, <laughs> uh so i'll use it again. but if it's so outrageous that this person i won't even respond
3: well i i, I didn't have any problem letting you go i i never i mostly just uh and i think it may have come from the fact that i sat on a set with uh monica night in and night out and i saw what people would say about her and heard the phone calls and and that kind of stuff and uh you know in monaco just so great about just you know brushing to the side is just people being people you know and and so i learned kind of from her about you know you don't let pruitt and i used to joke about uh, we'd sit there and joke about we could sit there on the set we could be naked and nobody'd say a word you know but but let monica let monica change her hairstyle yep. or- Wear something, oh my God, yeah. wear something pink or something and people would go ballistic. You know, it, it was just, it was crazy. And I, once you learn that, you know, people have opinions and they want to express them. And, but guess what? Everybody's got an opinion. So you can't answer and can't please everybody. And you just, you just let it go. And Matt, I've I've heard you before uh, rant on, on, on social media. It's,
2: it's given voice to People that you'd rather not hear about. That are, a lot of them not very stable or have no social skills. Or it, it's it's a shame because what it what it does. Where is Kim Kardashian with, without social media? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's you, you don't you're no longer famous on the merits uh, of what you have to say or do. It's it's what have you done to stir the pot?
1: You know no, it is. It, it, it's, uh, it's a faceless nameless way of sort of you know getting attention and it uh, right. it, it does have its right. it does have its, so, I think social but, media but could have what? been something so but different you,
3: but respect, it, you you respect the people that have the knowledge to give a uh, a and, oh, and well thought out opinion right those are yeah. the people you know so you know so Matt when you're on a rant <laughs> you know Lord knows when Chuck's on a rant uh, about <laughs> particularly about college football right. you better be paying close attention scares All right. Me.
1: such a great time of year you're getting out and about you're enjoying the spring and the summer weather's coming you also got baseball that you're watching You've got uh, postseason basketball on the way. It's a perfect time to introduce you to our new friends in downtown Woodstock, the Daily Draft. I've been to the Daily Draft countless times. I love it. We've been there for all kinds of big events. It's the ultimate sports bar experience from their wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, which are really cool, craft beer, chef-inspired menu items, and I mean enough to fill the whole family or you and your buddies. Great choices, lots of options. Folks, I want you to enjoy catching the big plays during your lunch hour with their wall-to-wall flat screens. You can Indulge in their eleven dollar lunch specials between eleven thirty a.m. and three p.m. And if you're an MVP card holder, you'll receive an exclusive deal. For my listeners, mention "Welcome to Atlanta." You'll receive a five dollar credit towards your MVP card. The Daily Draft is not your father's sports bar. They have so many great opportunities for you. Like on Monday, they offer you the Monday's burger and a brew deal. You can indulge in the feature burger of the day and a domestic beer for only twelve bucks all day long. It's the Daily Draft. In downtown Woodstock, you'll love it from the moment you walk through the door. Go check them out today. Downtown Woodstock, The Daily Giraffe.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Five dollar minimum balance
1: required. Um, so let, let me end by saying this, and I and I I've said this to you guys privately. I wouldn't just say it because you're here T- to the audience listening. These two guys just, and they mentioned Fred and they mentioned Gil, and and I felt from you guys as a young guy getting in this business that you guys couldn't have been more welcoming, more uh, humble, more just open, and just the nicest people. And and I say that because. There are a lot of people in this business that aren't very nice, and that's just a shame. That's just the way it is. So as a thank you, and I want to make sure the audience hears this, that for you guys to be in these markets, these are enviable positions. You guys could have been nothing but helpful to people like me and and this this city and this business. So I thank you, and I know a lot of folks, you know, contemporaries, colleagues, say the same about both you guys. So a a huge thank you from uh, from me on that end.
3: Matt, thank you. Uh, Kenny, let me just tell – just real quickly, Matt – I remember the first show I ever did with you was uh, from that restaurant over near Linux. Uh, You you had me come in one day and you were doing your show live from there. And I remember getting up and thinking, damn, that guy's really good at this
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm.
3: because, you know, and it was, I mean, it was just obvious from the get go. And, uh, and by the way, I know other young people that you have reached out and uh, certainly paid it forward. So anything we did, uh, I can just assure people that are listening to this that uh, it's been paid forward time and time again by Matt.
2: I uh, and and I echo that. I, I would say that I'm a reflection of of the company I keep and and my times with you. I have fun with you every time we're we're doing something or just talking in the bunker. Um, that that's who you are, and and it, it brings out the best in other people because of who you are. Uh, and and you are an absolute media monster. You are a very very talented man. I love listening how you how you handle the show. Uh, my favorite part is probably the teasers, which is a small part of the business, um, <laughs> but it's so effective because I'm I'm a button pusher when I'm in the car. And if I, you know, I'm ready to go to the 80s channel or something, and and you say coming up.
3: Why you He's should down? Like, oh, my <laughs> God,
2: I did it again. So, uh, plus, plus you have great takes and you have wonderful chemistry with Chuck and you do. You guys all do uh, maybe even Hoyt and Lowe's oh, Let's too. see. I don't, we don't want to get carried away with them. You know? <laughs>
1: hey, listen, guys, uh, a career that, I mean, again, a lot of Atlanta folks have enjoyed from beginning to end. I wish you guys nothing but health, success, enjoy the beach, enjoy the travel, and uh, don't, don't be a stranger. We want to hear from you guys moving forward.
3: I promise you, you will, Kenny. Best of luck to you, pal. If I can ever do anything for you, if you ever up with me, <laughs>
2: appreciate it. I, may, I may need a bunk in there. I love it up there. Uh, I may uh, come
3: yeah. visit you. You're more than welcome, pal. Any time.
1: Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week, on welcome to Madland.
3: Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we ride on them
1: things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't
3: stop till eight in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, uh-huh. and parties don't.